Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Today's episode is answering the question you've all been asking, how do I feel good? And in this episode, Joshua goes into deep detail about actually how to feel good. It's completely different than you think. It has nothing to do with what's going on in your conditions or how you're creating a reality or any of that stuff. It all has to do with your perspective. Raise that perspective to the limits of your belief system and you will feel better. The higher your perspective is, the better you feel. The more limited your perspective is, the worse you feel. If you're perceiving yourself like a victim, it's not going to be a lot of fun. And if you're able to perceive yourself maybe just possibly as the creator of your reality, where everything is happening for you and nothing's happening to you and those high perspective ideas, you will begin to feel better. It's all about going on this journey from a limited perspective to a higher perspective. And Joshua explains this one perfectly. Plus, there's a lot of great questions and answers in this one as well. So I think you'll really enjoy it. Before we start, we are having a couple of things going on. First of all, we're going to have a retreat here at the Joshua House in May 4th to the 8th that weekend. And if you'd like to learn more about that, you can visit the website. It's on there. Or you can send me an email. I'll send you the flyer for it. And you can take a look and see if it's something you like to do. It's always a lot of fun. We have Joshua Live sessions. We'll have white light sessions this time with Christy. We'll do uh, some Christy medium stuff where she'll do some psychic readings. And we'll have a lot of games and we cook together and all that stuff. It's really a great time. There should be around 30 to 35 people coming. And we're, we have about uh, five or six spots left. So if you'd like to join us, uh, check that out on the website. Also, we have a new basic training group starting. We've just finishing up the first basic training group we've ever had. It was amazing. There were about 50 people all over the world. And we have about 50 more people in this new one starting February 27th. I think we have, I think it's 10 spots, nine or 10 spots we have available for that. So send me a email to garybodley at gmail.com or check it on the website and we'll get together. I'll tell you all about it. Again, please do your best to like and subscribe and share the podcast and leave a review, leave comments, do all that wonderful stuff you do. We really, really appreciate that. All right. Without any further ado, let's get started. We are thrilled to be here. Hello. 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 So if you're finding yourself in your day and you're getting a little frustrated at things or annoyed at things or things don't seem to be working out for you. You have to understand that in that day is the perfect day for you. There's nothing wrong going on with the day. In fact, there's nothing wrong going on with your life or with the lives of anyone else. What you're seeing is an illusion. The illusion is causing you to think. And that's what's very interesting about this illusion in physical reality. If you were living a life of pure bliss and pure ease and pure joy and completely connected to your inner self and to everyone else on the planet, well, you wouldn't have a lot of things to think about. You wouldn't have a lot of desires to be birthed. You wouldn't have a lot of movement. You wouldn't have a really desire to connect to a good feeling place because you always be feeling good. And so in this reality, where there is the illusion, you get to bump up and down. You get to feel a lot of different things and explore who you are. And you get to think. You get to think in a way that you perceive might be generated from your brain. And that's not actually what's happening. What's actually what's happening is that you are connected to a stream of thoughts. And that, that stream of thoughts could be the thoughts that humans have always thought. And generally those thoughts are based in fear and how to survive and how to protect yourself and how to stay in the group and how to conform. Or you could raise your perspective and access another group of thoughts, thoughts that come from love, from your inner self, from the non-physical itself, from your guides and supporters. From those who are interested in what you're doing, from those who have a passion and interest in the non-physical about this physical reality, because we hope you believe us, but this physical reality that you're living is the place that everyone wants to be. It's the place that everyone's paying attention to. There's so much going on here that's not going on anywhere else. And in this time, when you are starting to think differently, well, you're bringing a huge amount of energy and attention to your planet and everything is going perfectly. The illusion is that it's not going perfectly. In fact, the illusion is that you're not perfect, you're unworthy, you're separated, you're disconnected. That's the illusion. And with that illusion, you get to think. And so the illusion is a vital part of this reality. And you would not want to live in this reality without it because it would not be a challenge to you. There'd be nothing really interesting going on here. So if you can come to understand that from a higher perspective, you will have access to higher quality thoughts, ideas, actions, decisions, and choices... And from a limited perspective, 
you just don't have access to those kind of things. You have access only to the thoughts that humans have thought for eons. And so many humans are in that lower vibrational or lower perspective point of view. And they're just receiving thoughts over and over and over again about limitation and lack and separation. Well, those of you who are on this journey and who are endeavoring to see yourself from a higher perspective, you are having glimpses, if not full-on contact with your inner self and with the thoughts that come from the non-physical, the thoughts based in love. But then you'll have to juxtapose those thoughts based in love with how you perceive your reality and the occasional thoughts of fear when you're feeling annoyed or angry or discontented with whatever's going on in your life. This is this dynamic that causes creation of desires. And this is the dynamic that causes you to move on your journey of self-discovery. You see, when you birth a desire, what is happening is that you're perceiving there's something lacking in your life. And if you had that thing that was lacking, you'd feel better. So your desire essentially is to feel better. And as you chase these things outside of you that you think will make you feel good and bump up against control and effort and struggle and even manifest the things you think you want, you never really feel any better. So there's only one way to feel better, and that's to raise your perspective. But how does one raise your perspective? You can't think of yourself from where you are now at a much higher perspective than what your beliefs entail. You can't just really feel like the creator of your reality unless you've gone through stages of perspective shifts. And if you are unaware that you have beliefs that hold you down or keep you limited, if you're unaware of this process, you'll never challenge those beliefs. You'll just tend to reinforce those beliefs by what's happening outside of you. But if you understand that every single event and every single person who comes to trigger one of your limiting beliefs is showing you that limiting belief. If you understand that as you reduce the intensity of those beliefs that are not true, if you reshape your perception of reality so that it becomes more true, well, you've increased your perspective. And as a result of that, you have access to these higher quality thoughts, these more exciting ideas, these more life-affirming perceptions of reality. And that's what you truly want, because in that, you will feel better. The basic question you have all asked is, how do I feel better? You thought in the past that how you would feel better was by correcting problems or ironing out issues or hiding out even. But how you really want to live this life is full on with zest and vitality, with engaging in every experience, with becoming closer and closer to every person in your life. This is a lean in process that is evolving from the inside out. When you perceive yourself as the creator of your reality, what you're saying is this reality that exists right now is the one that I created. And since I am a perfect creator of realities, it has to be perfect as well. And anything that I would assume to be less than perfect or imperfect in any way has to be a flaw in my perception based in a belief system that's fully rooted in the illusion. Without the illusion, you wouldn't have this belief system. You'd have an understanding of who you truly are, but it wouldn't mean as much because you wouldn't really be practicing thought, practicing alignment, practicing a way of seeing yourself from higher and higher perspectives. There'd be no real way to make that journey. And so how you've come here to play is to forget who you truly are, dive deep into this illusion, play around with the system through effort and struggle, and come to an understanding that no amount of effort and struggle is going to get you what you truly want, which is to feel good, because you cannot feel good while efforting and struggling. While efforting and struggling, you are holding off the present moment for a hope or of a future better moment. And that's not really how the system works, because there is no future. There is no past. It's only the present moment. Well, that plays around with your mind a little bit, and you start to say, if I could be present more often, then I would notice that everything in the present moment is good, is perfect, is right for me, and that I'm only really dissatisfied with the past or the future that's taking too long to come along. I have these ideals and these attachments to outcomes that I think will make me happy, but I'm not happy now in the present moment. So that way of thinking of things isn't really working. How do I become present in that present moment? What do you have to notice that in the present moment, you have everything you need? You have enough air to breathe and light to see and a roof over your head and food in the fridge. You have everything you need. You have all the relationships you need. 
if there was a relationship that you needed, it would be there now. And so if you do not need that relationship right now, it cannot be there because everything is here to support you. You are fully supported on your journey of self-discovery. Most humans will not understand that a self-discovery approach to life or a basis of life is what they truly want. And in that, they're trying to control the conditions or make things happen or change the conditions or change themselves. And it's a treadmill that will go on and go on and go on until they fall off of that treadmill or the treadmill breaks and they'll have to start over. When they start over, they'll start thinking. And when they start over and start thinking, they will naturally ask questions. And those questions will be the basis of their desire. How do I feel good? Well, the way to feel good is to understand who you are, to find information that allows you to realize what's really happening in the physical reality, and then to go on this journey, this journey of self-discovery. When you're on what we call your inspired path, you are realizing that why you're really here, why you came to be here, is to expand your awareness of who you are in joy. That expanded awareness of who you are naturally raises your perspective with every experience. If you are on your journey to discover the authentic version of you rather than the inauthentic version of you, well, then the way you look at things will be through that lens. This is an experience that I'm having. It's coming for me so that I can better understand who I am. Those people are playing the roles perfectly so that I can better understand who I am. I can uncover my limiting beliefs. I can uncover my beneficial beliefs. I can move swiftly and surely and confidently on this journey of self-discovery. And as I'm using that as my basis of perception that I'm here to understand myself more, then I will look at everything in a new way and I'll understand that that event came for only one purpose, to help me understand who I am. That person showed up for one purpose, to help me understand who I am. And since understanding who I am is my predominant intention in this life and to do it in joy, then I can be grateful for that event. I can be grateful for that person. I can appreciate everything I have now because it's all setting the stage for every single thing I truly want in the future. But if you're not happy in this present moment, if you're not content, if you're not understanding where you are in the present moment, you can't possibly expect to have a better feeling future. You want to understand that you have everything now. You're perfect now. Everything is lined up for you now. Everything will always be lined up for you, but you will always be in a now moment. So practicing acceptance of the now moment is the key to feeling good in every moment. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who'd like to start? I have a question, Joshua. Jerry. And I say this with all the love as a Joshua practitioner. I was going through a limiting belief form with an event that happened. This is a tough question and, and I'm not coming at anybody, but this is what I was asking my inner self. And there was so much uh, emotion, I could not answer it. So I had, this is the third or fourth time I've had a business opportunity present, present itself. I started it. Somehow the, the business opportunity split and each time those people had got paid out significantly, although I didn't get paid. And when I was asking my, my inner self in my frustration was, you know, hey, I'm doing this new approach to life. I'm raising my perspective. I'm raising my vibration. My reality is supposed to be changing at some point to more closely re, uh, match this higher vibration. The people that I'm going into partnerships aren't raising their vibration. And, you know, is this new approach to life, it's, is it really just a parlor trick for the dog barking outside or the lawn growing or my tomatoes? And... Uh, you know, money is a significant part of this physical reality. Why is it that it keeps escaping me when I'm the one that starts it, yet I'm the one that doesn't get it? And I couldn't get my inner self to answer that question. So I say it with all the love and respect of what the new approach to life is. Excellent. Would you say that money is an important and necessary part of this physical reality? It's a, it's a part of the game, significant part of the game. It's involved in every scene of the game. Is that true of all life on this planet? It's in it's involved in my reality. I'm not exactly. quite sure what's going on in the rest of the world. In your reality, would you assume that also a significant part of it would be the illusion of disconnection, separation, and that you are not the source of all creation? Uh, yes. Excellent. So with these two things, if you had the absolute understanding 
that you were the source of all creation, all powerful in that, and that you can have be and do anything. If you had that understanding, would you also then have all the money you ever needed? Would those Absolutely. two work hand in hand? Exactly. If you were able to understand yourself free from the illusion perfectly, in that that illusion did not distract you whatsoever, you would then understand that you could be having to do anything, you'd be all powerful in this reality, this reality would be a simple child's game for you. And you would be on, in that video game, God mode. You could literally do anything in the game without any possible repercussions whatsoever. In that understanding of the game, would that game be any fun to you? I, I would, I probably not. And in that understanding of the game, the game in this reality is to discover who you are. You've gone through every possible scenario and you fully understand who you are. So the game, therefore, you might play one or two games in this God mode and do whatever you thought you could do, but it would have no significance. And so the illusion of this game of self-discovery is that you have to keep asking yourself, why? Why is this happening? Why am I reacting this way? Why is this not working out? Why is this an issue? Why don't I feel good? And when you ask why, you will be given answers. Now, the answers will depend on your perspective. Now, your perspective is already very high in most areas of your life. And there's a few areas there that are a little bit lower hanging fruit, easier for the universe to work on. And they play around with you in this. They bring you manifestation events. Most areas of your life, not so many manifestation events. A couple areas of your life, lots of them. In that illusion of physical reality, as humans, not other life forms, but as humans got more aware and more interactive and more into this illusion, money was brought in. It was brought in as an additional distraction. Something that people could go and spend their time exploring who they're not, thinking that if they only had the money, then they could do whatever they wanted to. They wouldn't need the power of perspective. They could just use the money. But as you well know in your culture, there are plenty of millionaires, plenty of billionaires who have no idea who they are. And this distraction causes them to try to control conditions more. They buy a yacht so they don't have to be around other people. They have servants, so they don't have to do the menial tasks. They separate themselves so they don't have to feel negative emotion when talking to each other. They think they are having a good life in comparison to those who don't have the money, but they can't feel what the others feel. And so if you were to take a billionaire living their life and let them spend a year or so in a remote village, cut off from the rest of the world, living as those people live and of natural harmony with nature, maybe hunting and gathering and communal living, they would find peace in that. They'd find joy in that. They'd be detached from their worldly possessions. The money part of it would be taken out of the equation, so they couldn't rely on that to distract themselves from who they truly are. They would have to dive deep into this connection with others, connection with their inner selves, connection with the inside of them, connection with nature, for instance. And so, in this time that you're living in, you have a lot of opportunities to do a lot of different things. And then you label them and you attach meaning to them. And you say, because that happened means I'm good. Because that didn't happen means that something's amiss. Something's either wrong with me or them. Now I've been practicing this techniques and tools and new approach to life, but why? Have you been practicing it to understand yourself better? to understand that how you feel is the only thing that matters. Or if you're in practicing it to make things better. Either way is fine. But when an event like this happens and you say, well, I've been doing this work and I've been raising my perspective and I don't understand exactly why this would happen to me again and again and again and again. And then the thing happened and you say, well, it must be that this nonsense, Joshua, that you're talking about, is just a bunch of wordplay. Just a way to make me feel better and ignore what's really happening outside there. 
here's what we'd like you to understand that this event that came to you and all the people that played into it had to happen for you. Why? Because you have a way of connecting the dots that's inaccurate. If you had received the money and identified with success in that way in the old approach to life, and then use that as your little shield of excellence, you would say, all right, well, that happened because I was going with the flow of the universe. And, and that's why that happened. Not because you felt worthy of it, or you felt deserving of it, or you felt it didn't matter anymore, or you felt more connected to your inner self, or you felt more connected with your family and friends and community and, and those you've met on this group. You would use it in a way that wasn't accurate because you're still holding it in high regard. And so it comes there to point this out. Oh my, I've been doing this. I've been feeling so good. I've been preaching this stuff to others. I've been connecting and connecting and connecting. I've been letting stuff go. I've been not taking it so seriously. I've been easier and softer with everyone and everything in my life. I've been feeling good, feeling good, feeling good. And then something happens that should make me feel good. And it actually makes me feel bad again, again, and again. But what if you understood that none of that mattered? That was just a distraction, just to see if you're paying attention, just to see if you're really changing or you're still reacting the old way in that area of your life. In that of your life where you say, the evidence should show me by now that I feel worthy of that accolade, that flow of income, that whatever it is. And we say, if you needed it, if you needed that to happen, if you needed that money to come in to help you along your journey of self-discovery in the incredible about amount of momentum that you're building, it would come, it would have to come. However, if it would do you no service, if it would de derail you from exactly where you are, from your inspired path, if you would use that as affirmation that this work leads to money and that that money will then be used to make me feel good, it can't come because that's not part of your inspired path. It's impossible. And so we say, let the evidence go. It doesn't matter. Only evidence that matters is how do you feel in your day-to-day -day life? Are you feeling better than you did before? Yes or no? Are you reacting differently than you would have before? Are you feeling less fear than you did before? Are you facing manifestation events and, and understanding the humor in them more? That's the success. The success in the old approach to life that you've been counting on was always an illusion. Yes, it's a strong illusion. And yes, you've been playing that game for a long time. So there's momentum in there and there's beliefs in there. But the only belief that is true is that you are taken care of in every moment and you are worthy of every single good thing that should ever come to you. And if it isn't a good thing by universal standards or perspective, you wouldn't want it to come. If it's a good thing just because Jerry thinks it would have been a good thing because it would solve some issues here and here and here, that's not the game. That limited perspective can't see the big picture. So you're playing a universal game, not a human game. You're playing a game of expansion over eons and eons and eons, not just this life. But this life, we will tell you that you've expanded more, exponentially more than any other life and all the lives put together. This is the most expanded perspective life that you've ever lived. It's incredibly exciting to watch. And the inspiration that's flowing to you out of this new approach to life is inspiration that very few humans would act on, would even perceive. You're getting to a level so high that in most areas of your life, you're living far better than anyone else on the planet. We promise you this, the money would be nothing to you. You would maybe look at it for a day or two, spend it on this and that for a day or two, and not really feel much difference because your perspective is so much higher. But if we took the Jerry who didn't get the money and put you in the body of one of those people who did get the money, you wouldn't be able to stand it. It would feel so terrible to you. You would want to jump out of that body. The money wouldn't make any difference to you because the feeling of that person with all that windfall and all that perceived power and, and excellence, they still feel terrible in most areas of their life.
you can't imagine how they feel. But if you could spend just five minutes in their body, you couldn't even last that long. It would be torture to you. If they could spend five minutes in your body feeling how you feel about your life, they would thought they died and went to heaven because the comparison would be so great. It would be such a rush of perspective. They would not want to go back to their old life, no matter what it looked like from the outside. That's where you are. That's where you are all on this journey. If you're listening to this call now or a later date, you're at the highest perspectives and the perspective feels better, much better. So you don't want the money. You don't want the things. You don't want any of the things you think you want. What you truly want is to raise your perspective continually, do the work you're doing and feel better and better and better and better. And then as you act on that inspiration, you become an example, not of someone who has all these riches. There's plenty of examples of that, but they have no meaning to them because once people get them, they say, what does it make a difference? I still feel like crap. What they want is to see someone like them who is living life to the fullest in joy and understanding more and more about who they are and who everyone else is. It's starting to play the game as it was designed rather than the game that everyone thinks they're playing. You are so close to that. That's where you are at that high perspective. And if you could appreciate that how the universe brings things to you is up to the universe. The universe knows perfectly. Your inner self knows perfectly. Your guidance supporters know perfectly. Everyone who's cheering you on knows perfectly how everything should come to you. You just don't know. You just think you know. And when you think this carrot on the end of the sticks is finally going to get to you, after all this hard work you've been efforting and struggling using these new teachings and ideas, and it doesn't come, it's because if it came, it would derail you. You do not want what you do not get. You want what you do get. I got to think about that for a while. Now, that was awesome. Thank you very much, Joshua. Help, some, help give me some clarity. The, the idea that this is interesting, that this work leads to money. No, it doesn't. Because the traditional you know, self-development is all about, or personal development or improvement, whatever they want to use the term, it is all about getting the money. That was super interesting to me. Uh, this work does not lead to money. It's about living life in joy, happiness, and love. And connection. Yeah, and living life as if you were living in the non-physical. Non-physical, you don't need money. There's no distraction of money in the non-physical. You can't buy anything. You create connection in relationship to those in your life and to the life in general. Everything in that life and that reality is you. You have everything you need. You'll always have everything you need. You have the vibration of abundance flowing, coursing through you. You have the vibration of freedom coursing through you. You have the vibration of relationships and excellent health and all these wonderful things coursing through you, intelligence coursing through you. You have an awareness of who you are within your reality, within earth reality, within the plane of existence at a very high perspective. The low-hanging fruit is, am I good enough? Why isn't it fair? If I had a better education, blah, 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 blah. That's residual limiting beliefs. Big deal. Doesn't matter. But when they're triggered by something like this, something big, because the little stuff's not triggering you anymore. So it has to be big to get your attention. And then it shakes you up. And guess what? We all want to shake you up. There's a little bit of holding on to the old approach there. A little bit of my income relates to my value. As a husband, as a parent, as a man on earth, my income correlates to some value. No, it doesn't. Your value is not in dispute by anyone else in the universe other than the human representation of Jerry. That's awesome. Thank you. Excellent. Who's next? Hi, Joshua. I've got a question about control. Jabin. Yeah. So the other week I did a ME form process on a limiting belief around just needing a lot of effort and discipline to, you know, continue progressing and seeing through that was amazing. It just opened up so much in my life. I let go of a lot of rigidity of 
yeah, trying to, you know, be the perfect student, do every, you know, like overachieve, but also even with like health and like being super strict about going to bed at like early in a certain time and all that stuff. And it just led to this massive expansion. Um, it was just really amazing. But since then, I've, <laughs> I've, I've I don't know, maybe I've, I've come back down or, or adjusted to this new level. And I think taking the lid off of some of this control has also led to me feeling worse in some ways. I, the past week, I've been just going to bed a lot later than normal. I'm getting really tired. I'm <laughs> just like feeling run down. But I, I've been I've been trying to make sure that I'm not bringing that control back in. And I can feel it like as I'm starting to feel worse, the urge to go back to the old way of controlling things gets really strong. It's like, no, you get forceful again about the early bedtime. Uh, you need to do way more homework, like do, do more ME forms. Like, but I can tell it's coming from not liking the conditions and wanting to control it and get back to a good place. So I've been noticing that and not taking that, you know, when, when that comes in and, and just waiting for like when I actually feel that more gentle pull of interest or inspiration or like I want to do this rather than I should do this. But yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's definitely been a little hard. I, I think feeling kind of bleh the last few days, there is that just that strong urge of like, well, I, I feel like I should be doing more and all that. And I don't know. I, I was wondering if you could just say a little bit more about this control thing. Imagine you've lived your entire life in a clothes dryer. It's going around, it's tumbling you around. You've been tumbled around your whole life. And finally the door gets let open and you stand up. You're gonna be a little dizzy. It's gonna take time to get used to a life of ease, a life of joy. We've said it before, we'll say it again. Self-improvement is a myth. You cannot improve. Why not? because you're perfect. You cannot improve on perfection. Take down the Mona Lisa, give you all the paints you want, do whatever you want to it. Are you gonna improve it? It's impossible. It's perfect. But your life is being in this tumble dryer where every single moment there's something to complain about, something to improve. If only this thing would slow down, I could get my bearings. And so you're in this tumble dryer and you're trying to control it, but you can't because it's a it's doing its job. The only way you could get out of it is to get out of it. But when you get out of it, you're going to be dizzy. It's going to take time to acclimate because you've had momentum build up in this old approach to life of fear and control. Fear and control. Starting with the basic perception of yourself as imperfect, taught to you by those in your youth, drilled into you. Why? Because the better you could be in their eyes, the more safe they would feel. They were taught in the same way. Everything's imperfect. You have to be better to control it better. That's never made them happy, never made the previous generation happy, never made the previous generation happy. You'll have to go back a whole bunch of generations when nobody had any control. They actually didn't have that aspect of the illusion in their lives. Now that you have more and more and more capacity to control everything through technology and money and time and, and a education system that is built on control, this is what you firmly believe. You are guided to feel better. And so maybe you found self-improvement books, videos, podcasts, and, and firmly believe that the way to get everything you want was through control. Then you come along and you here that there is no possible way to control anything. Sort of makes sense. Well, I can't control the government. I can't control what other countries are doing. I can't control the weather. I can't control these things, these big forces of nature. Can't really control people. Can't control my parents. Can't control my friends. Can't control strangers. Have no control over that. What do I have control over? Oh, myself. You have little to no control over yourself. Sure. You can try and get to bed early and you can try to think that's going to work. And what happens? Well, because you believe it, there's some kind of orientation or reflection going on in your reality that might confirm it, but because it's coming from such a limited perspective, it 
not really helping you feel any better. It's not changing anything. The only thing that's going to help you feel better is raising your perspective. Well, you can't raise your perspective if you hold on to control. Not possible. Because control is rooted in fear, in the illusion. And to believe that control would help anything is to operate at such a limited perspective that no other information can get in. Because you control everything. You control that. You control what you look at, what you, what you read, what you do with your time, all of these things. Well, essentially, at some point, you will fall apart because that life cannot work in this reality. And the longer you do it, the more manifestation events are going to come to you. And if you're perceiving them from a limited perspective, thinking things are happening to you, it's going to reinforce that belief system. And you will dip down in perspective even more. And then you'll tend to lead a very small life, and then you'll grow old and die. That's still expansive, but not the kind of expansion that you intended or all of you intended to live. We say give up control. Not so easy to do. It's just the idea of control that we want to convey. The control cannot work because it's based in fear, always. All control is always based in fear, always. All laws, all rules, all taboos, all mores, all that stuff by society all originating from fear. That which originates from fear is the illusion. You buy into that illusion, you're operating in a limited perspective. In a limited perspective, you will always feel bad. Because why? Now, the feeling itself doesn't feel bad. It's the association of fear to that feeling, which you then label that feeling feels bad. So what you're doing in control is living in fear. If you can't control yourself, then something bad will happen. That is not a very fun way to live. So we say, just remember that anytime you try to control anything based in fear, and it's not never, ever, ever going to lead you to anything you want because everything you want is based in love. Simple. The idea then is the perspective that you perceive the control can help anything is just very limited, very fearful. Raise that perspective and you feel good. Good feelings come from good perspectives or high perspectives, high vibration, and not so good feelings come from limited perspectives. So it's not about making different choices and decisions and those sort of things. If you live at a limited perspective where you believe control helps and you act to control yourself, you will be acting in fear. And the only choices available to you is Yeah, go to bed early. Yeah, go to the gym. Yeah, do this because you have to do it to feel better. You're still living from a limited perspective. Therefore, you cannot feel better. So if you think about perspective, perspective 10, you feel great in every moment of your life for the rest of your life. Perspective one, you feel like a victim all the time, feeling bad all the time. Why does this happen? Because the person who's in the lower perspective does not have access to the thoughts that the person in the higher perspective has. The perspective up here in level 10, it's all aligned thoughts of love, high inspired ideas, perfect choices in love, perfect decisions in love, and a perception of reality that's based in love, no control whatsoever. The perception of reality is perfection. Now, if you live believing that everything in your reality was perfect, including yourself, how could you not feel great? Oh, Joshua, you're lying to yourself because it can't be perfect. We say, no, you're lying to yourself because you think it's imperfect because your perspective's down here. That's it. Up here is the truth, perfection. Look at the universe. Look at the stars in the sky. Look at the planets. Look at the constellations. Look at all that stuff. Do you want to fix any of that? No, it's perfect. Where does it get imperfect? The closer and closer it gets to you. Now, that's the fun part of this illusion. It's all based in your singular perspective. Other realities, other civilizations and other realities do not have this issue because they're interconnected to each other and to the non-physical. There is no illusion of fear there. Or if it is, it is very mild. So this illusion of fear causes you 
to perceive yourself as an individual with these individual thoughts and beliefs that you perceive to be true, that are not true. Simply a perspective. If you were interconnected to every human on earth and you were all living at this high vibration, you couldn't see yourself as anything but perfect because no one would allow you to. Reverse that and live in a reality where everyone believes in imperfection, you can't see yourself as perfect because everyone else is perceiving themselves and you and everything else as imperfect. And they're wanting you to be better than their perception of you, but you have no idea what that perception is. That perception is, oh, I hope he doesn't get hurt. I hope he doesn't have struggles. I hope he doesn't have to come back, move in with us. I hope he doesn't rob a bank and we have to worry about these things. You see, they're only concerned with their feelings, their emotions. If you do something that upsets them, they're going to feel negative emotions. So therefore they want to control your behavior. And so they teach you, control this, control your grades, control your study habits, control your behavior, control your interactions with others, control your movement within society, control your belief system, control your desires, control all these things so that they don't have to feel bad if you make a different decision. What does that create? Creates a society of conformists who never step out of bounds. That's not what this reality is about. This reality is about mavericks who are changing things up and leading new ways. And this is where all of you are here now because you're not going to listen to them say that fear and control is the way to live physical reality. It doesn't work. You want to feel good. So you want to feel good. How do you feel good? You raise your perspective. I understand that they're concerned and want me to do better. Okay, they can have that. I understand that I've been taught this and believe it and, and buy into it because I've been programmed every day of my childhood to this level, but you're quite young to get this information. So now I have a choice. Do I believe them who are all living in the limited perspective of misery or do I have the courage to say, what Josh is saying is makes sense. Limited perspective equals limited access to ideas, thoughts, decisions, choices. Doesn't feel good because it's based in fear. In fear, the urge is to control everything. Raise that perspective, start feeling better and better and better. But they're never coming with you on that journey, not in this lifetime anyway. You're going to have to break out of their grasp, the grasp of society, the grasp of your friends, grasp of everyone you know that says, play it small, play it safe, be different than you are. You have to break out and say, I'm the creator of my reality, and I created this reality for this consciousness to expand. That doesn't mean living this life of fear. It means expand out of that awareness into a new awareness, the awareness that is closer to who you truly are. The only way you get closer to who you truly are is by seeing yourself closer to who you truly are. Well, you can't just go from level one to level 10 because you have this belief or this mental construct in the way that you're hitting your head every time you jump in perspective. So you can only go as high as that mental construct will allow you. So you raise your perspective as high as that can. Things are happening for me, not to me. I'm the creator of my reality, not the victim to it. I can grasp ideas through meditation that are more aligned with love. I can understand that I am not creating thoughts in my mind, but I'm tracking thoughts based in my vibration slash perspective. Then you bump up against this mental construct and we say, okay, where are you bumping up? You're bumping up against every time you have a manifestation event that causes you to feel negative emotion, you've bumped up to some belief that's limiting that mental construct from elevating its perspective. So you process it and you prove it's false. Every limiting belief is false. I've never encountered a limiting belief that wasn't false. I can prove every single one of them false. I can't get rid of that limiting belief, but now I can operate within it. So it's no longer limiting. And then I receive inspiration. The inspiration is to stay up until dawn. Who cares? The inspiration to is eat a pint of ice cream. Who cares? The inspiration is to do every single thing differently than the Jamin would do at a lower perspective. You will operate completely opposite how you're operating now as you go through a few levels of perspective. You will do things then when you get to that perspective that you would never, ever, ever do now, ever. 
because you think it would lead to negative emotion. When you get up to this perspective, you want negative emotion. Why? Because it shows you another limitation. And every time you raise that perspective, you break into new layers where you cannot handle limitation any longer because you're a limitless being. And a limitless being wants to know where they're self-limiting themselves. So you've come out of this fog of limitation caused by a desire or urge to control conditions based in programming, 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 and the adoption of limiting beliefs. Now you're challenging those limiting beliefs. They're not true. That's tough because they keep you feeling safe. If you believed that you could improve, which is a highly limiting belief, then you would just keep spinning the wheel and think you're doing something, but you'll never be feeling better. So now if you say, the only thing that matters to me is how I feel, then you can think of things differently. Now, if the only thing that matters to you is how you feel, and you know there's only one way to change how you feel, it means you have to understand yourself in greater terms, more like your inner self would see you. You have to bend the possibilities, bust through beliefs that are not true, and give all that up. All the stuff that kept you feeling safe all these years, because you thought you had some direction, but you're always running in circles in that tumble dryer, not able to see anything. Suddenly the door bursts open, and you're in a new reality that feels weird. You're dizzy. You're not getting beat up anymore, but you're disoriented. Sort of seek the safety of that tumble dryer, but you're never going back in there again because obviously you see what it is now. The life of fear and control, not going to feel good. I want to feel good means one thing. I have to challenge my mental construct, my belief system. I have to look at everything that I thought was true and realize all of it, all of it is nonsense. Taught to me by fearful parents, fearful friends, fearful teachers, and a fearful society. All of it. None of those people are where you are now. They're all living in fear, and they all want you to live in fear with them. Because you living a different way is scary. They're not going to do it. They don't understand it. It doesn't make sense to them. But you living differently, that's going to scare them. Why? Because if something happens to you by living this dangerous life of love, they're going to feel negative emotion. They don't care about you in that way. They only care about the version that they see, and their interaction with that version is pure fear. Because anything happens to you, they receive the ramifications of negative emotion. They don't want that. So you can't concern yourself with them. You can love them. You can appreciate them. You can be thankful for they're there. You can be happy when they show you manifestation events and negative emotion. But don't worry about that. This is your opportunity to do what you came here to do. You came specifically to expand in a exponential way in joy. That's why you're here now. That's why all of you are here now. That's why if you're listening to this podcast later today, that's why you're here. You have that intention to break free. Why? Because when you break free, you become an example to others who are almost ready. You are literally blazing the trail for others to follow. Tip of the spear. That's how powerful you are and all of you are. But it's scary. Of course it's scary. Of course it's scary. But you are equipped fully. And when you start raising your vibration, when you start raising your perspective, you now access thoughts that other humans have no access to. Thoughts just for you. Brilliant ideas, brilliant inspiration, incredible things, unbelievable experiences, unimaginable reality that you never could fathom existed here because you can't see it when you're limited perspective. When you start to get up here, you'll start to see it. Oh, this is different than I thought it was. You'll go through a time period, Gary did this, where life became so easy that he felt actually limited on this planet. It's like, okay, well, what is there really to do? Oh, you mean there's a whole nother level here that no one knows about, this unimaginable experience 
where you sail through every experience at the top of that experience, getting the benefit of that experience, having experiences that no other human has ever had, uncovering a reality that's always been there, but no one could see it because their perspective was so low. Now, there's others who are successful and they're making money and they're celebrities and they're doing all these wild things. They're still doing the same old thing. There's nothing really new in that. What we're talking about is the unimaginable that you can't even imagine until you've had an experience. Then you say, oh, this is what life is about. These kind of experiences. And the only way to get there is to shift your idea of who you are. You are the creator of your life. Your life is perfect. You are perfectly suited for that life. You have everything you need for that life. Everything that you need for this perfect life and every experience that's coming to you is perfect for where you are right now to get you to higher and higher levels of perspective. Go with the flow of that. You can only do one thing. You have to drop control. Now, when we say drop control, you're going to think that you completely drop all control. And what's actually happening is you're just dropping 2 or 3% of the control, 3%, 4% of the control. That is a monumental shift just dropping, just thinking, just thinking, do I really have to do this thing or is it just control? That thought alone is such a shift in perspective that that will enable you to climb higher and higher and higher easily. You'll get on a new path, a new momentum towards a mental construct that aligns with what's really going on here and who you are. So that mental construct has to align with perfection because perfection is the truth. So when you align with this idea that everything is perfect, even though you can't see it right now, when you can look to the sky and you can look to the heavens and you can look to the constellations and you can say, that's perfect. Therefore, this has to be perfect too, just I can't see it, but I'm going to look for it. I'm going to look for perfection rather than imperfection. This new approach to life will lead you to everything you want, which is the basis of how you feel. Because when you feel good, you're seeing reality in a way that is more true, more clarity. That's what you want. And you get there by giving up control. Thank you. Excellent. Who's next? Hi, Joshua. I have a question. This is Rachna. Rachna. Yeah, I was curious, what does it mean to honor ourselves? And is it different from accepting ourselves. I feel like it's the same, yet the word honor is such a high caliber word. Perhaps there is a difference. Well, we would say incorporating that term honor is certainly a high perspective. And depending on what it means to you and what it means in the vocabulary of your society, or is it too much? Is it too much to ask? Does it have any ramifications? Does it speak to some control of some kind? It would really depend on your specific definition, but we would say honor is look at yourself as if you were perfect. If you believed you were perfect, you would naturally honor yourself. But to honor might pertain to something that's higher than. You tend to honor that which you believe to be at another level than you. When you use the word accept, that's a little easier, isn't it? I accept where I am now. I accept who I am now. I accept my perspective now. I accept the conditions in my life now. I accept the people now. I accept my quirks and foibles and mistakes and limited perspective. I, I accept that sometimes I'm going to want to control, sometimes I'm going to act on an urge, Sometimes from my perception, I'm going to believe I made a mistake. I accept all that in the knowing that I will be moved along towards higher and higher perspectives. In the non-acceptance of who you are now, you're resisting the movement towards who you're going to be. And a lot of that is exploring who you're not. If you could honor yourself as the creator creating this life prior to your birth, Honor the wisdom that you have that you can't really see yet. Honor the part of you that is going to be there when you raise your perspective and honor the part of you that's lived every aspect or lived every moment of your life up to this point. Honor every part of it, knowing that it might seem higher than you, 
but it is absolutely you because we honor you. Everything in the non-physical honors you. Your very existence honors you. Your eternal nature honors all of it. And you are beyond any possible words to describe your magnificence. If you honor that, you might be separating yourself from that. If you accept it, then you are connecting to that because that is who you are. When you honor another person, if you can honor them just for their existence, we say that'd be very similar to accepting them. If you need to get there to raise your perspective, well, maybe you can use the word honor, but we believe that acceptance does a fine job on its own. We honor all of you because there's nothing not to love and accept about you. You're perfect in every way. We honor the courageous bravery and commitment that you came forth into this reality, but we know that you're an adventurer and it's something you really wanted to do. We want to come forward and acknowledge that those of you who are playing with these ideas and having frustrations in them not working the way you thought they would work, we want to promise you that they will work the way we say they're going to work. You can't always see it. Sometimes you can get glimpses and that'll keep you going. But if you can start to understand that you are this creator, that you created us, you brought us in to share this information because first and foremost, you wanted to feel good. In that concept of feeling good is perspective because to feel good means you have to raise that perspective. So it's inherent, this idea, I just want to feel good. I just want to feel good. You are born with that desire. You were born with highly sensitive emotions. You knew coming in that those two would create a pathway or trajectory towards this information. You knew that you'd bring us in at some point and that you would play around with the old approach to life and the new approach to life and control and fear and acceptance and all that. And this would lead to a little bump in perspective and another bump in perspective and another bump in perspective. And then you'd feel good and you would get it. Perspective is the key. And with that, we are complete. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you so much. Um, Thank, you. Great. Thank you. Great. Thank you. Thank you, Joshua. Thanks, everyone. Have a wonderful week. Bye. That was a fun episode. I'm really understanding this concept here that all Joshua is trying to do is help us raise our perspective. Everything we want is coming from nothing other than raising our perspective. And when you raise your perspective, you gain access to higher quality thoughts and ideas and inspiration and choices and decisions and all that. Uh, obviously, you can tell that where you are now is a really high perspective compared to someone who is living in fear and living as a victim. And that's really what most people are doing, even if they look like they're having a good life on the outside. You really don't know how they feel. This is a feeling reality. And so the only thing that matters is how you feel. You've all asked to feel good. Joshua comes through and explains it in a way that no one else has explained it. It has nothing to do with anything else than your perspective. So all we're doing here and all Joshua is doing is helping us see ourselves from higher and higher perspectives in every area of our life. Once you get on that, well, the unimaginable starts to happen. It's really incredible. It's a ride uh, that you don't even understand exists until you start doing it. If you'd like to raise your perspective, the best way to start that process is by joining us in the basic training group. We're going to start another one on February 27th, so you still have time to connect with me, and I'll tell you all about it and tell you if it's, you know, you will see if it's right for you. Um, we've got through this last one. It was really amazing what's happened. This is fundamental uh, definitions and concepts that we all have to really understand and incorporate into our belief system and our our, our way of living and that sort of thing. And the basic training group uh, program does that perfectly because what you're doing is you're getting one concept a day with an assignment, with a daily spiritual practice and meditation and the group calls, um, the coaching calls and all that. You'll have a partner in it. You'll have a coach as well. It's really intensive, but it's really affordable. It's one of the most affordable courses that we have going for what it is. And there is a discount this time for the second one we do. It'll be a 25% off discount from the normal price. 
Uh, so I encourage you to check that out. Send me an email. We'll get together. We'll have a call, either me or Christy with you, and we'll explain it in detail. It takes about 30 minutes to tell you the whole thing. And when you're done with that, you'll understand it perfectly. So send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com and we'll send you all the information. Also, we have a retreat coming up May 4th to 8th. Uh, there's a few spots available for that. Um, also send me an email about that. If you're interested or go to the website, you can check it out there. And remember to like and subscribe. That is really important. It really helps us share this message to those who are ready. That's how people find it. Leaving a review is the best thing you can do. So if you could take a few minutes and leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast, it would be amazing. Thanks again for being here and we'll see you next time. Bye.